looking for the king of podcasts, you're at the wrong channel. Looking for good ideas for life, you are far from good hands. If you think the listener is always right, you are far from the right place. Hosted by a Northeasterner by birth, a rebel by choice. If you want a host that floats between love and madness, then play on and listen to Crazy Train Radio. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Mmm, I love scotch. I love scotch. Scotch is got scotch. Here it goes down. Down into my belly. Mm -mm Mmm-mm-mm. Don't mess with me, I'm one crazy mofo. This brand is truly exciting and so glad that they are starting to make a positive impact. Little Bean Soapery is a woman-owned small business based in Northeast Pennsylvania. Little Bean Soapery does so much as all products are handcrafted and offer many different things for both men and women. Soaps, scrubs, body butters, bath bombs, solid cologne and much more. Little Bean Soapery also does things for special occasions such as birthdays, Mother's Day, Father's Day and special seasonal gift day. But also let's not forget large orders for party favours by request. The great things about all products is that they are crafted to be nourishing on the skin. If you wish to check them out please feel free to visit littlebeansoapery.com. Any questions, please feel free to also email littlebeansoapery at gmail.com for custom inquiries and or ask anything else you wish. Tell them that Elena from Crazy Train Radio sends ya. Also, little side note, please feel free to check out Little Bean Soapery out in person at the upcoming Monster Mania Outdoor Little Mall of Horrors. May 22nd and 23rd in Oaks, PA, as they will be bringing some themed items, including cauldron bombs, brain scrubs, jiggle soap, and embalmed cold process soaps. 
Hey folks, it's your least favorite host in the podcast world, Croc, Jonathan Steele. And I'm Elena, your favorite host from the Emerald Isles. Boy, do we have a good one for you today. Hey you guys, this is Ali Pauline, and you are listening to Crazy Train Radio. This next guest was named one of Music Mayhem's 21 Country Artists to Watch this year in 2021. And she is also a proud graduate of Belmont University. Go Belmont. Go Belmont. (laughs) She is the pride of Oshawa, Oklahoma, and performs with a style that is truly her own and is no stranger to the music industry. She has a passion for singing and songwriting that she has developed since a very young age and has garnered a reputation of being a notable songwriter with an iconic sounding, impeccable strong voice that accents her unique sound. This next guest, Allie Colleen. And yes, that's Colleen like Jolene. But with a C, how are you doing? Good. Good to see you again. Good to see you too. And for the reason I'm saying that, folks, Allie was part of our food bank fundraiser back in January, which we were close to $800. We donated to some food banks across the country, which was awesome. So Amazing for, job. Amazing job. So thank you for participating in that. Honestly, just honestly honored to be a part of something, you know, especially in these last Last couple of years, just getting to be a part of something as an artist, it's a big deal for me. Yeah. So since then, and I've been so looking forward to chatting with you. Love the mason jar, by the way, with your drink this morning. And oh, no, no, folks, it's water. Relax. She's not. Yeah, it's water. It's water. Yeah, she's not. She's not hitting it hard first thing in the morning. But since we chatted in January, you have something that's been how do i put this selling like hotcakes and that would be her new album stones and yes my debut album um it's 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 been awesome i mean it's it's been very rewarding and very exciting um especially since we are doing physical copies you know we're selling cds right now um and that's really the only way you can get the full album so that was really anxious you know like going into 2021 and being like is anybody even gonna buy a cd um but hotcakes, man, it's been doing well. Yeah, can't go wrong with the food reference there. That's for sure. And I know you were going into the studio at the time we chatted and had you involved yes. with our event. You were going in to finish up this album. So how exciting is it for you that besides, and obviously folks will have links for Spotify and all the, her different links, but how exciting is it that this album has been so well received from fans? It's been really, really exciting. Um, I know during the creative process, there was a lot of moments where we were just floored. We were so excited, you know, and, and we were very confident about what we were making and what we were doing because of the time that was spent preparing it and getting ready to to record this album. One of my anxious thoughts, though, while I was doing this is, you know, as a songwriter, we didn't write for an album. 
you know, we'd just been writing for a long time. So when I listen to all these songs together, it just sounds like some kind of weird spaghetti mashup of a bunch of different songs. And I remember the first time listening, like, top to bottom and just being really proud of, like, this cohesive package of, like, what Ali Colleen sounds like. And I think that's something that I'm most excited about the album going forward and, like, how it's been received is, like, how much people are learning about me um, as a songwriter and as an artist and all that kind of stuff, like, through these songs. Um, and even myself listening back, what I learned about myself. So really, really cool process so far. Well, you know, it's funny because you were telling us about not really writing about yourself, but you would, you know, do some writing and such that you were not only self-reflective, but listening to or eavesdropping in a good way. Absolutely. At, at your local Kroger and different things like that, you know, when you're out and about living your life. So how much is that a balance in terms of self-reflection compared to it, it honestly all kind of comes together at the end of the day in a weird sentence. Like you were saying, um, I went to Belmont, like you mentioned. I got a degree in songwriting, whatever that means. It was awesome, and I loved it. But one thing that, that our professors talked about a lot, you know, on, on just like that intro day to songwriting, you know, we're talking about how magical it is, and just about how the world that we live in is just exploding in color, you know, and it's specifically our job as songwriters to see those colors and like to use them. Because it's really, really hard sometimes for people, especially if you maybe don't have a creative outlet, to dive into those emotions and figure out what's going on inside and all those things. I think that's why songs are so cool, because they sometimes just tell us how we feel. We don't really have to think about it. Um, all of that to say, a lot of these songs on this album were written about somebody else, completely different circumstance, something I was just watching from outside. And um, it's not rare at all for that song to, at some point, come back to me in life and either fit my current circumstance or if I can grow in a circumstance because I wrote a song similar to this one time, you know what I mean? And those characters did this or that true story was this. And so I'm going to feed off that a little bit, like in my current situation and, and use that if that makes any sense. So sometimes regardless of whether you sit down to write the song about yourself or not, it can still kind of end up finding its own way into your life. Exactly. And that was kind of the description you were giving prior to you were such a sweetheart and did a song that you had just written for us on an acoustic guitar that was hanging behind you. Uh, well yes. enough alone, which yes. that was in your head at the time because you had just written it. Like I said, uh -huh. the response, because I recently, I should say, we re-released just that song as a video and the response for that song has just been amazing that song is so bold um we were doing a bunch of really cool i had the experience yesterday to do all these really cool sound bites specifically for the album and specifically for backstories of songs and well enough alone was one that was so cool to sit down and you know that that interviewer's looking at you like hey i want to know what the song's about and i just got to sit here as a songwriter and be like Kimberly Atwood and I sat down one night and wanted to write the saddest song we could think of with the title Well Enough Alone. That's where that story comes from in my life. You know what I mean? I'm not that little girl. Kimberly's not that little girl. But whoever that little girl is, oh my gosh, Kimberly and I respect her. I love Well Enough Alone. I love the conversation that it starts. Um, and interesting songwriting wise, I love that it didn't come from a personal place for either of us. I don't know why, but it, it just makes the recreation when I get to sing it just sweet. 
And I feel like I more just get to fall in love with the story that we made opposed to genuinely probably being worried about this little girl and, and how she still feels about that relationship. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And speaking of which, because I know she loved that song just as much when she heard it during the performance. Miss Elena from Ireland sends her love. She couldn't be here. She had a dentist appointment. But she wants to say, got to take care of those choppers. But she wants to say hello and very sweet. Please please, please give her my best. Will do. But speaking of which, this pit of music anyway, this past Sunday, Mother's Day, you had released a surprise single, Mm -hmm. Make Me a Man. So what can you tell me about that one? Make Me a Man is so special. Make Me a Man um, is really just a little Christmas wish that I've had since I was little. Um, I was very, very fortunate growing up um, to to get to experience um, my dad falling in love. Coolest thing on the planet to get to watch as a kid. I never felt like my mama got that chance as a kid. I watched her go through just tough, tough, tough relationships after the other. My mom was so sweet and so kind and she just, her heart's on her sleeve and she's amazing. So now in my adult life, I have got to see both my dad and my mom separately find love and do their thing. And as a child, that has been the, one of the coolest things I've got to experience and be a part of. So we released it on Mother's Day for all of the single parents, all the single moms, all the single dads, all that kind of stuff. Also released it for those kids out there that are watching their parents struggle just like I did um, and all those kinds of things. But make me a man is simply, God, make me a man worthy of my mama. You know, it's just asking for that perfect Build-A-Bear man, weird science guy that you're going to make for your mom, you know, kind of thing. Exactly. And don't want to dive too deep into this because the story's been told, but obviously... Allie's father is Garth Brooks, stepmom's Trisha Yearwood, and she's talking about her mother, Sandy, as well. And it's awesome to see that everybody is in a good place, as you're saying there, that everybody's in love and happy. Absolutely. Absolutely. We always kind of have to make a little joke bit um, at the beginning of my sets because um, anybody who is familiar at all with my dad and and, and him and, and maybe Sandy's relationship early on, everybody still remember Sandy. You know what I mean? Sandy's a babe. Oh my gosh. So we always have to make this joke. It shows that this song is not e-harmony for my mom. You know what I mean? You do not go slide into her DMs. Sandy's not single. Oh my gosh. But it is. We always have to put in this funny little joke and buffer about like, hey, you, you don't go shoot your shot with Sandy. She's got her man, you know? And all those kinds of things. It's always so funny, especially when my mom is at the performance, which is rare. But um, when she is, it's always a really special moment. And uh, I'm, I'm very grateful to have got to release that song to all of the moms, you know, on Mother's Day. Um, both of mine as well. Well, let me switch it back to you. And obviously, this would be a reference to your family dynamic, which is cool. And it's also been talked about that. You have a bonus mom and Trisha and everything else like that. But I know taking all that experience and seeing people happy and healthy and in love and whatnot, I know you are married. So what have you learned by seeing those relationship dynamics and learning to make sure you have a happy and healthy and lovable relationship? I just think a lot of the things that my parents have taught me since I was a kid. 
have just been transparency, man, and, and just honesty. And it's so funny. We all live, I would say, 87% up here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everything's up here for us. And you never see that for me. You know, you don't know what's going on up here. I don't know what's going on in yours. So I just find that all relationships, romantic, best friends, colleagues, anything, you just got to be bold enough to be like transparent and to be honest. Um, I also find that in relationships sometimes is something maybe that I've learned um, is two people aren't always one all the time. You know what I mean? Because when one of those two people needs something that the other person doesn't, that's going to leave that person that needs it not having what they need. Does that make sense? So there's also a huge responsibility to actively choose yourself in life always so that your relationships, I think can work and flourish and those kinds of things. So um, my parents, my parents don't say a whole lot, you know, they just lead by example and getting to watch my, my, my bonus mom and my dad, one of the coolest relationships I've ever seen. And then my mama and, and her man, just amazing and kind and, and transparent. And I just think that's something that I've taken from my parents that I want to emulate in my personal relationships. Well, it's good to see that you were able to take all this in and learn, but back on the professional side, and obviously there has been so many champions for you to pass two, three years since college. And I hope I have that time frame right. But mm-hmm. since I've been aware of you, at least, I would say the biggest champion that I have seen for you and correct me if I'm wrong is one Bobby bones. So what has that professional relationship been like for have somebody of that stature champion your music? Bobby is amazing. Bobby's so amazing. Um, This might be an insecurity of my own. It is no discredit to Bobby and I's relationship or anything like that. But Bobby is the biggest Garth fan. You know what I mean? Bobby loves my family, loves my dad so, so much. So sometimes my little voice in here talks it all up to that. You know what I mean? Bobby's a fan of Garth. He's going to let me be on the show. When I get to be in person with Bobby and do those interactions and do those interviews, I don't feel that way anymore. Bobby does such an amazing job at making it feel really personal. And I would, I would like to think almost every artist that's been on the show would agree with this. You know, he's, he's very good at making you seem important when you're around him and all that kind of stuff. And that's something that I'm just really grateful for Bobby for, because I feel like I can get really insecure about our professional relationship. And he's very, very good about keeping it about me when he does cover my music. And so I'm, I'm very grateful for Bobby. And you just hit it on the head there and full disclosure for both the fans. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. It sounds like it's rubbing off. I, it is. I'm getting it from you. You're not getting it from me. I promise. Yeah, that's how it is. But full disclosure, because <laughs> we enjoy having full honesty, not only for the guests, but for fans that listen to the podcast. Absolutely. That, yes, I am aware and a fan of your lineage. However, as in have had not only conversations and messages I've sent to Allie, all fair, praise and everything, but also to the lovely Bev who helped set this up and whatnot. Yes. I am a champion of, yeah, her lineage, but also Allie directly because what you hear and what you see 
of her is what you get. She Thank is, you. <laughs> she is as real as it can be, and she deserves nothing but all the support from the fans. And just, I hope she sells a billion records. Thank you. Thank you so much. Everybody's been so supportive, especially of my independent journey. Um, yes. And people have been very, very supportive of that. Um, and I'm always very grateful for that because it's something I've worked really hard at. So thank you. Exactly. And I wanted to say that on air stuff I've said off air because like I said, one absolutely have, I want to have full disclosure with everybody and not thinking I'm just but, No, we love that about you. Ben and I love that about you guys. Which is awesome. But obviously you have uh I want to go back to Stones for a second. And, oh, Stones is cool. Yeah, I know. And We'll be getting a copy before I know it, which is awesome. But mm -hmm. like I said earlier, when I brought it up, that they've been selling like hotcakes and everything else like that. They are. I got Bev a whole box yesterday to send out specifically to like our press stuff, because you're right. We could not hold them down for a while, but we got yeah. some for y'all now. But that's a good thing. And as I was telling you and Bev and everybody, that's awesome that as soon as they're printed, you can't, they're gone. Right. They're we couldn't hold on to them. I was, I was very proud about that. So has there been any specific reaction that you've gotten, whether it be social media or anything that when people get it and actually hear it, they're like, it really surprises them? Um, when you say Stones, you mean the whole album or you just yes, mean like just, that song? Just like everything. That yes. The, the whole album. Um, a huge response to Pink Lemonade. Um, Pink Lemonade is the only song on the album that I did not write. Um, it's my first cut as an artist to just cut somebody else's song, which I was very honored to do because that song is so cool. Um, Pink Lemonade, though, very sexy, little scandalous, has all the innuendos in the world. Y'all will figure it out or you won't what it's about, those kinds of things. But as a female in country music, Pink Lemonade's really going to do some stuff because it's I really do think that it was written well enough to to do very well you know what i mean being a song that is about maybe something that women haven't sang about before but then also um it's classy like it's still classy and cool and sweet and and it's awesome and i remember when um chris young came out with um the black dress hit the floor song mm -hmm. sure ain't nothing like the title but um getting you home that was very scandalous for country radio and I know he had he had some issue um, being played on some stations because country music wasn't there yet. That's literally just a song about getting somebody home. You know what I mean? It, the verbiage doesn't get crazy. There's nothing inappropriate, weird about it. So all that to say, there's a lot of really interesting conversations about Pink Lemonade and how that's going to work out. You know what I mean? If radio would even play it, if they if they heard it. But Pink Lemonade's always a big one. Wildflowers always a big one. Um, blame it on the weather is the only song on the album that I wrote by myself. And, um, people are really, really drawn to that one. I think, I think because I wrote it by myself, they think it's this really, really empowering, true story for me. But I find that the more I sing it, it becomes about me. I didn't really write it about myself, but the more I sing it, I just set into that song. I'm like, this is my song. Um, I could go on about the album for days, you guys. I, and people have, been continuously complimentary for days you know what i mean the conversations i've got to have about this album have been awesome so honestly y'all just got to dive into it you just got to order it and dive into it 
And as you said that and described Pink Lemonade and the uh, Chris Young song and everything, I also think of, which it was played on country radio, but the song I was thinking of there was Joe Nichols' Tequila Makes Her Clothes Come Off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where you have that same yes. vibe. Nothing yes. said, but and makes you think. I don't think, I think if they wouldn't have included some of like the sillier stuff, like the contacts falling out, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I wonder if it would have been different, but tequila makes her clothes fall off. You hear it and you think tequila makes her sleep around, you know, or something like that. Yeah. That's like I said, case. it makes, it makes you yeah. Uh, think. Yeah. But that's just not, you listen to the song and it's just like, no, tequila just gets her messed up. She just starts losing stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and I think that's why that song worked out so well, even though I'm sure there was pushback to it. To alcohol, the cause of and solution to all of life's problems. Um, so there's just such an interesting element to that writing process and like how to do it the right way. I know for me, I can think of people with any of these songs, whether it be the Joe Nichols song or Pink Lemonade. We can't sit. Neither one of us, I don't think, can say we don't know somebody like that. That's like that gets you thinking when. Oh, absolutely. We all have that person in our lives. Mm -hmm. Love them to death, but (laughs) bless their heart. Yeah, exactly. But also something I was surprised to hear was Close Enough was an original song of yours, has had so much love as well on YouTube that you did as well. So what can you tell me about Close Enough? Close Enough um, is only a YouTube release. Um, So if you want to check it out, you have to go to my YouTube page, check it out. Um, Close Enough is this beautiful, beautiful love song um, to God about not being able to be close enough. I mean, simply said, but uh, I've got a buddy named Cooper. He went to Belmont with me. Everybody has a buddy name, like cult, like just like Cooper. Um, always a little higher than everybody else. I was having a good time. Um, usually very out of it. Oh my gosh, Cooper's amazing. All of this to say, I saw Cooper one night really late in the dorms. Um, and he walked up to me so confident. And he goes, did you know? And no matter how hard you pinch your fingers together, there's still air in there. And then he just walked off as if he provided me with some kind of insight that I just needed to think about for a while. And I did, honestly. And I thought about that whole thing. If that's a relationship, right? If that's a relationship, skin on skin, flesh on flesh, emotions, whatever it is, and you're that close to each other and you still can't get close enough. You know what I mean? The sense of, there's still air in there. There's one relationship in my life and that's always true. And that's me and God. Whether it is a distance, you know, whether it is, I can't get close enough to you. Where the hell are you? Or if it's, I'm right here with you and I can't get close enough, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and close enough is so special for that reason. There's a very, very sweet uh, lyric video out on YouTube. Um, there's an older one out on YouTube that's gotten all of the, all the things. I think that's ones at like 750,000 views or something crazy like that. We didn't expect it, but because of that, we put out the lyric video, which is just all of my, my fans, my friends holding up lyrics, you know, they got to be part of it. Um, so close enough is very special for me. I've never met Cooper, but now Cooper's going to have me thinking as I lead into the afternoon here on the East coast. So it's like, I'm going to be sitting there doing this whole 
gesture as you said i know it i know it um that's a songwriting moment for me too i love graphic tees i love t-shirts i love designing t-shirts i don't know what it is i just love it so like one day there will be just like i can't get close enough t-shirt that just like has a hand like this and you'll either you'll get it or you won't you know what i mean like yeah and i just think it's so cool because one to like yeah to use the vessel of cooper to inspire a worship song nonetheless gorgeous like that's how god works you know what i mean and, and i and i love it so much i love cooper shout out to cooper and, yes and uh well i want to ask this before i get my final question in cooper when he had that brief interaction with you in the dorms was and i mean this all respectfully was cooper having a little fun that day would you say oh no that's 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 what i'm talking about cooper's never not having fun I've never, I don't think I've, I know Cooper very, very well. I don't think I've seen him sober in my life. Yeah, no, Cooper's always having more fun than everybody else. And again, to use that vessel, to use that man at that time of night in a dorm room at Belmont on whatever possible thing was going on on that night for Cooper, you know, God still used that interaction to inspire close enough. Like how awesome is that? Fair enough. And I like how you cleared that up for me. Yes. But the one thing I took away from our previous conversation as well, and folks, we're going to have links for all Allie's uh, social media and stuff like that website, which you can go and grab your copy of Stones or see digital downloads of all her songs, such as Work in Progress and Stones, Pink Lemonade and Ain't the Only Hell My Mama Raised. Mm -hmm. Just everything. You know, got to mention that song again. But you mentioned to me in that previous conversation about being truly independent. And in terms of there's no record label and everything behind you. Right. So how good and bad is that to be fully on your own to hustle in a good way, though? Right. Um, financially, it's very hard financially. Um, there's, there's, there's tons of reasons why you would sign with a label, tons of amazing reasons. Um, in this day and age, um, just to me personally, and the way that I look at business, um, the main point is that that money factor, right? Not even the making money factor. Cause nobody does that. That's not a thing. We don't make money. We really don't. But Music videos, content, outfits, ring lights, stuff to make your merch table look nice. It's so expensive. You know what I mean? Just like anybody running an independent business. So that's really where the label comes in and really helps you afford all that stuff. You know what I mean? So I feel like that is one of the very few places where we really notice that we are independent. You know what I mean? In the sense of what we make versus what we are spending to try and do this. That's the whole point of the CDs is to create an income stream this year for music that will allow us to hopefully print vinyls when the whole album comes out digitally on Black Friday. And so all of that to say the business plan that I've worked up for this album, I'd never be able to do that with a record label. They would never let me print CDs. They would have never let me make a whole album. I wouldn't have got to pick my artwork. They probably would have told me not to get a throat tattoo. You know what I mean? So all the benefits of being independent just allow Allie to be Allie until a record label respects Allie Colleen. Because honestly, right now, 
if I was signed with a record label or something like that, the work we would have to put in to make sure that all those contracts make me Allie Colleen and not Garth's daughter would be exhausting. You know I what bet. I mean? But I think if we just keep hammering it and we just keep working our butts off and we is just Bev and I, that's my team and my booking company, Kincaid. So all that to say, it's just us. No one else is helping us and we're working our tails off. And I think that that is going to push Allie Pauline into a season of one, confidence in herself and two, I'm just making my name. You know, I'm just really, 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 really working on Allie Colleen standing on its own. And when it does, oh my gosh, I will so gladly reach out and beg somebody for help because we are working our butts off right now. But I just think right now for the bigger picture, it's really important. But the flip side of that too, when you kind of mentioned uh, having your hands on the creativity, whether it be your artwork, putting together an album yes. and or vinyl or, you know, just all that side. That is also, I would say, the positive side of things. Oh, because, it's the greatest thing about it. Yes. Because the buck stops with you. And that's why I never, or we never signed on with a Spotify or anything like that to host the right. show in terms of, and I know you would feel the same way about the music that the buck stops with you. And whether it's right or wrong, you put out you, if that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. I do. And one of the biggest blessings and curses I feel like of the independent thing is at the end of the day, whatever happened, because I made it happen. You know what I mean? So no matter what's going on, Bev and I get to look at us and be like, we did this. Also, if Allie's album release business plan doesn't work out too well, that's on me. You know what I mean? So blessing and a curse. And I think that honestly makes me work a lot harder knowing that whatever the end result is, I did that. You know what I mean? So whether okay. it's good or bad, there are responsibilities on me. And I honestly, I, I, I like that, that, that helps me and pushes me in a good way. And I respect that drive, which is awesome. And that's one of the things I've from jump loved about you, but folks, let's make sure you check out stones, go to her website and any of the social media links below that we will have Allie. Thank you so much. Thank you. have a lot of horror fans that listen to our shows and I know things have been tough for everybody across the board these past six or seven months with what's been going on in the real world but I wanted to make a suggestion to you horror fans because I know part of the normal routine year in and year out is to attend different conventions to meet some of your favorite horror stars however None of us have been able to do that because of obvious reasons. But I do have a little suggestion for you. SignatureHorror.com Now, 
some may ask, what is that? Well, they obtain autographs for the fans from some of their favorite stars, from some of their favorite franchises, whether it be the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, and many more. They have different options such as, besides getting their autographs, you can do live Zoom calls with your favorite stars. You can do personalized videos for people, greetings of some sort. They just have many options. So if you're looking for to spend some money that you may have spent at conventions, check them out and see the options they have. SignatureHorror.com That's right, SignatureHorror.com Not all football helmets are created equal. Zenith, the industry leader in protective technology, is the only helmet in the game with adaptive head protection featuring a shock suspension system that can move independently from the helmet shell. Headquartered and developed in Detroit, Zenith is committed to player safety and revolutionary innovation. Zenith is proud to protect athletes at every level from peewee to the pros. Learn more about the Zenith difference at zenith.com. That's X-E-N-I-T-H.com. Hi, this is Emmanuel Vosier, and you are listening to Crazy Train Radio. 